Thanks for joining us for Open Bible Online today. Open Bible Baptist Church has been in South Jersey for over 60 years. We love this community and we want to be a help to you. In order to help us help you in the best way possible, would you do us a favor? Please fill out the digital connection card posted in this link. Here you could post prayer requests and also ask any questions you may have about Open Bible. If you'd like to give today, you could give online in less than two minutes. Visit openbiblenj.org for more information. Thanks again for joining us today. Now enjoy the service. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful privilege to be in the house of the Lord. Uh, we're looking at uh, Bible characters, and I had the privilege and opportunity to uh, study the life of Samson. And uh, in studying this, I found it to be a dire warning, but yet a wonderful, wonderful encouragement. Um, if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to Judges uh, chapter 16. Uh, we're going to look at verses 16 through 20 um, and just say amen when you're there. If you don't have a Bible, there's one in the pew right in front of you. And uh, the, the, the Bible reads it this way. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death, that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There hath not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came upon her and brought money in their hand, and she made him sleep upon her knees, and she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you uh, for the privilege and opportunity it is to be in your house, to be gathered around your word. I pray that we would never get over holding and going through and reading uh, the precious word of God. I pray now that you would uh, be with us, that you would guide me by your spirit. And uh, I have nothing to say, but you have everything to say. My words are dead. Your words are alive and living. Use them to meet the needs of those that have come here looking for something tonight. Father, I pray and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> so we see here that uh, Samson was very strong. Um, he was uh, stronger uh, than anyone. And, uh, and we see that no matter how strong and good-looking one may physically be, if the heart is not right with God, the inevitable result will be failure. The greatest waste of all may very well be the waste of potential for God. A.W. <clears throat> Tozer said it this way, the driver on the highway is safe not when he reads the signs, but 
when he obeys them. And that's exactly what the Word of God is here for us for. That it's not only good that we just read it, but we need to obey it. And, um, and so there's, there's four things that I'd like to talk to you about to uh, just show you what God showed me. Uh, the first thing that we see with Samson's life is we see Samson's disobedience. Uh, we see that sin ruled his heart rather than God. And uh, often a life of rebellion begins with just a simple disobedience. Uh, and if you turn over with me to Judges chapter 14, and we're going to look at uh, verses 2 and 3. Say amen when you're there. And the, the Bible reads it this way, And he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her for me to wife. Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren or among all my people that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. Um, so we see that Samson was, his disobedience started in his heart. And, and from all appearances, Samson was blessed with good, godly parents who loved him and, uh, and did whatever they could to train and encourage and provide for Samson's needs and desires. His parents no doubt tried to keep him from going against the precepts of Scripture, yet Samson still rejected uh, them and their efforts. Um, and because of this, we see that Samson's effectiveness was greatly limited by his own sin and selfishness. In Mark chapter 7, verse 20 through 23, it says, And he said that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lavishness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these evil things come from within and defile the man. And this list is just, um, this list exposes the kind of evil that lives in the human heart. And it's because of sin. You don't need to travel a long distance to find the source of these sins. Um, you don't have to conduct an exhaustive search. All you need to do is look at your own heart. Uh, a, uh, Spurgeon said it this way, the source from which these rivers of pollution proceed is the natural heart of man. Sin is not a splash of mud upon man's exterior. It is filth uh, generated from himself. So we see that Samson's disobedience came straight from his heart. Um, and, uh, and the second thing that we see is because he was disobedient, he became distracted. And Samson was distracted because he was focused on his pleasure rather than God's. Um, Samson lost his focus. He squandered opportunities and never claimed victories that were his for the taking. And we can see uh, in uh, Judges chapter 16, in verses uh, 16 through 18, uh, if you want to flip over there, it, uh, say amen when you're there. It, it says, uh, we, see, we see Samson's distraction. Um, it says, and it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death. 
that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There had not come a razor upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hand. So we see that Samson was so focused on, on Delilah that he became vexed in his spirit. And that's how you know he was distracted, that his main focus was on her and not on God. Um, it says in Proverbs uh, 18, verse 12, it says, Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. So we see, we see Samson's um, disobedience. We see uh, his distraction. And then thirdly, we see uh, that ultimately this led to Samson's destruction um, because he was blind to his sin and to the presence of the Lord. Uh, in, in, in the verse is uh, Judges chapter 16, verse 20. Um, it says, the Bible reads it this way, and she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. Samson was in places where he should not have been. He was in Philistia and he was in the vineyard. And being in the wrong places led him to engage in wrong actions. We need to learn a strong lesson from this, that sin is a progression and we will fall in the direction we are leaning. Samson didn't give any regard to uh, what God wanted or what pleased God. He only was concerned with what pleased himself. So much so that we see here that he took the very strength that was given from God, he took it for granted. And he assumed that he was going to go out and do exactly what he wanted to do, uh, what he could do in the past. And... Uh, and it was because he was blind from his sin and he didn't know that the Lord left him. Um, and when we sin, our sin grieves the Holy Spirit and quenches His power in our lives. When we walk in ungodliness, we risk ending in tragedy as Samson did. Samson ended up captive. He lost his eyes and, and ultimately he died. Um, when Samson met Delilah, he had a choice. He could flee temptation as Joseph fled from Potiphar's wife, or he could pursue it. Samson gave in to the temptation, and it ultimately led to his destruction. He went back to the vineyard to take a woman he was not supposed to marry, simply because she pleased him. She did not please God, but that was not a consideration with Samson. As we live our lives today, what pleases us really doesn't matter. It needs to be all about what pleases God. And uh, Tozer said it this way, um, God desires to reveal to us that His capacity to forgive is bigger than our capacity to sin. When I, I would encourage you, if you've never studied the life of Samson, I, I would. Um, uh, because we see, uh, as, I was, as I was studying this and going through this, I'm like, man, this is just, it's all just sin, 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 and, uh, and just him living for himself. But 
the most important point, I think, in this whole thing, I believe, that God showed me was uh, the fourth point that we see is we see Samson's restoration. Uh, we see that uh, he realized his sinfulness and need for God, which is the only true resent, uh, redemption. Uh, in Judges chapter 16, if we go down to uh, verse 28, uh, it says, And Samson called unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee, and strengthen me, I pray thee, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines from my two eyes. And if you jump down to Verse 31, um, or verse 30, I'm sorry. It says, And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might, and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. Samson was called to be set apart as a Nazarite. He was born as a Nazarite. He was called to be set apart. And his original call that God had for him was to begin to release Israel out of the hands of the Philistines. And the amazing thing is when God calls us to something or has a purpose for us, you can't do anything. Uh, it's going to come to fruition. And that's exactly what happened in the life of Samson. Uh, God still used Samson, even regardless of him living a, a rebellious life against them. He still used them for the purpose that he had. Um, and uh, and we, see, we see that the Lord used Samson to accomplish a small part of his plan. But his sinful habits prevented them from accomplishing much more. The Lord doesn't abandon his children when we sin, but our sinful habits can severely interfere with our effectiveness in His service. And uh, the Lord led me to a verse in Ecclesiastes 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 14, that says, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be but to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before Him. Uh, we can trust God because his actions are permanent, they're effective and complete, and they're totally secure. And, uh, and just think of what might have been after the death of Samson, only one more judge ruled over the nation of Israel before the kings came to power. His name was Samuel. However, there was a stark difference between Samson and Samuel. Samuel said to the Lord, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Samson, rather than seeking God's will, had said to his parents, Get her for me, for she pleases me well. The difference between these statements should be a challenge to every believer. Uh, when, I, when I see uh, Samson's life and the overview of it, it, it reminds me of, uh, of salvation. Because if it wasn't for God's grace... Um, and, and what Jesus Christ did on the cross, then we would still be living in complete rebellion, just going the same way that, uh, that Samson was going. And, um, and that's, that's what our sin does. Our sin, it says, 
it says, um, men love darkness rather than light. And if it wasn't for God's grace, we'd be headed that way. And the amazing thing about Samson is, is you see how he runs. It, it almost appears that he's running from God, that he wants nothing to do with him. Yet, it, uh, through studying this, the Spirit of the Lord fell on him the most than any other person. And, um, and so, a, a, as a believer, it's like, how do we, how do we, uh, how do we apply this? And I believe for a believer, it is uh, Romans 6.11 that says, Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, and but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, as, as Christians, we need to understand our position in Christ and what we have, and continually just lean in on Him. And if you, if you don't know Christ, um, and you don't know who He is, um, then, uh, then the only thing that you can do is... Uh, be led by your sin. And you need Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior to be able to save you from your sin and turn you uh, the other way. Um, so the questions that, uh, that I just want to leave you with as just a way to uh, evaluate your own hearts is, uh, is the first thing is, are you, are you seeking what uh, you desire for yourself? Or are you waiting for the direction of the Lord? Are you moving ahead of Him? Or are you, are you submissively just waiting on Him, regardless of what you may think or feel? And are you more concerned with what pleases you? Or are you more concerned with what pleases God? And what is at the throne of your heart? Our hearts are idol factors. And if we're not careful... Uh, um, we can move in that direction. Uh, so my prayer is that, uh, that this would be an encouragement to you. And I just want to share, as I close, I just want to share a hymn with you that God's been using in my life. Um, I'm not going to sing it, um, even though I like to make a joyful noise, as the Bible says. Um, but the, uh, the hymn is in your hymn book right in front of you. If you want to take a peek at it, it's uh, page 505, and it's, Do You Any Room for Jesus? And it, and it says, Have you any room for Jesus, He who bore your, your load of sin? As He knocks and asks admission, sinner, will you let Him in? Room for Jesus, King of glory, hasten now His word obey. Swing the heart's door widely open, bid Him enter while you may. Room for pleasure, room for business, but for Christ the crucified, not a place that he can enter in the heart for which he died. Room for Jesus, King of glory, hasten now his word obey. Swing the heart's door widely open, bid him enter while you may. Have you any room for Jesus as in grace he calls again? Oh, today is time accepted. Tomorrow you may call in vain. Room for Jesus, King of glory, hasten now his word obey. Swing the heart's door widely open, bid him enter while you may. And this, this last part is really what, what got me. And uh, it says, room in time, now give to Jesus, soon will pass God's day of grace. Soon thy heart left cold and silent, as thy Savior's pleading cease. Room for Jesus, King of glory, hasten now his word obey. Swing the heart doors widely open. Bid him enter while you may. Thank you, Donald. Appreciate that.
Hope you got some notes taken down there. There's a notes section in the back there, and hope you took advantage of that area. I know I uh, wrote, wrote down some things. What pleases God matters more than anything that can please ourselves. Think about that. And you know the difference of the response of Samson and Samuel. What a difference. You know, Samson, what, what's in it for me? What can I get for me? Um, and, of course, for Samson, um, you know, the pleasure of that. And then Samuel, speak for thy servant heareth. So the difference of what's in it for us or what's in it for God. That's the difference, right? And then um, what, we, what we also heard is that sinful habits can interfere, and they definitely can. I, I am thankful that um, part of my upbringing, one of the things that, that I remember was often told, keep short accounts with God. Confess your sin immediately. And, and those are things that, you know, throughout our day, we need to find ourselves um, talking to God about. And if it's a thought that pops in our mind, if it's something that takes place, keep short accounts with God. And uh, keeping the, the record clean, the record clear, and our, our heart to be clean, you know, it's wonderful that we take a shower and a bath, and I'm glad you did. I'm, I'm thankful for that. But, you know, we've we got to do it internally. We've got to do it spiritually, not just physically. Keep on doing it, but uh, spiritually keep on doing it, and uh, that's important. And, you know, something I, I got from this, too, is that waiting on God is always worth it. Waiting on God is always worth it. And so these are some things. I know there's points that he gave us, disobedience, distraction, destruction, and then aren't you thankful for that restoration? Um, so I, I know I find myself that I've been disobedient, I've been distracted at times, and um, there's been you know destruction that comes to our life, things that 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 aren't good, that are to teach us something, and we're to learn. But uh, man, for that restoration, I'm thankful for that. And so the restoration comes by keeping short accounts with God. That's how it how it comes, being becoming clean and a clean heart before Him. Thanks again for watching us online today. If you haven't done so already, please fill out a digital connection card so we know how to better serve you this week. For encouragement throughout your week, you can listen to past sermons by searching Open Bible Baptist Church on the Apple Podcasts or Google Play Store. If you'd like to give today, you could give online at openbiblenj.org. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you on the next broadcast.